Hello, hello, hello. This is Brooke Walker with Exceptionally Effective Esquire, and I am so excited to, I'm really excited to bring you the um, upcoming podcast series that we are diving into today. So there's going to be six of them, and I mean, the podcast is going to continue, but these six specifically go together. And um, we're going to dive into why. So this is about exceptional living. So you know this is Exceptionally Effective Esquire. And what we're going to talk about is why you need these five particular areas that everyone requires to, be, to live an exceptional life. And I didn't make these up. This is based on physiology and um, these are what you need so that you can strive in whatever it is you pursue. But I'm here to talk to you and the legal profession. And you likely got into the legal profession because you had incredible goals. Like nobody gets into the legal profession because you're looking for something easy. We're talking about incredibly grueling school um, and you know, eight years or more and then we're also talking about some pretty ridiculous tests afterwards to pass the bar. And I know a lot of people who end up moving after they even pass the bar. So they end up having to pass the bar again. Um, and then either you're joining a practice, which if you get hired into one, then the starting level of any of those is absolutely ridiculous. Um, you have the most grueling hours and cases and you know some people go the the government route which is great because there's a lot of benefits for what they do for you but at the same time the work is even more taxing so we're talking about an enormous emotional um, an emotionally taxing way of life and on top of that, you did it probably because you believed in what you were going to do. And I heard a really amazing story the other day um, about a woman who went into the legal profession. She was going to actually be a doctor, but she went into the legal profession when her and her boyfriend were on a trip and he got taken by immigration. And it took them a very long time to, and he was, uh, they were, they were in Mexico, he got taken, and this was years ago, and it took him a long time to get him back. But because of that actual incident, she now works, I believe, in San Francisco, and she, ha she works in immigration law. And she is um, not an unusual story. There's a lot of people who get into the legal profession because of an incident that occurred, and they believe that they can make a difference and they want to be at the highest level to do it. And I also know that you didn't think that you were doing that so that you would have to give up the other things in your life. And that is where I come in. I come in because, so my dad, and I'm gonna tell you another story. I like telling stories. Um, I think they're important and I think they, I think they help us to understand each other. So one of the reasons my dad became an attorney is from reading, and it wasn't the only reason, but it was from reading To Kill a Mockingbird. 
And there was something about watching that that he wanted to be able to be that, he wanted to be able to be Atticus Finch. And he had a passion to make this world a better place and to create more equality. And I think that a lot of us can see there's still a lot of disparities there. For me, I grew up and I didn't actually read that book when I was a kid, but I, but I saw it later in life. And what I realized is that I'm, I'm like the little girl in that. I'm, I'm Scout. And what I mean by that is I grew up with a dad who was always on these missions to um, make this world a little bit better place, but he was also somewhat emotionally unavailable. And, and physically unavailable. And I know that if you have kids or families or spouses that they have lost an enormous amount of time from you, but also your emotional availability a lot of the time, because when you're in the middle of serious cases, you really have a difficult time turning it off, which is one of the things that I help attorneys get back. One of the things I do is teach you how to turn off your work life so that you can be there for family when it's important. So, and that's where my passion comes in. And I worked in the legal profession. I was, I was in that field for more than a decade. I absolutely love it. I just didn't want to work in it, but I love being an asset to attorneys and judges and staff and everybody who's a part of that because you guys are making a huge difference and I want to make sure that you don't burn out and I want to make sure that you maintain relationships that are important to you and I want to make sure that you stay in amazing health and so we're going to talk about some things that are absolutely needed for that today. So these are like the five spokes on a wheel. These are five things that are absolutely necessary for you to be exceptional and I didn't make these up but we're going to go over them really quickly and then we're going to kind of talk about why. So they are rest, proper proper sleep and rest, and I would say even downtime. Uh, then you have exercise. You know, our bodies were made to be active. It is fine to sit at a desk, but you have to have balance behind that. And we're going to talk about um, how that's important. And each of these is going to be its own episode. Today we're doing the overview and then we're going to do these five different episodes so we can really dive deep into each of them. The third one is going to be nutrition. You have to fuel the engine. Okay. You, you have to be, you have to be filling yourself up with the kind of stuff that is going to get you going, um, for a long period of time, but also keep you acute so that you can show up and, uh, and be on, you know? And then the fourth one is positive mental attitude. That one throws people the most, <laughs> especially in the legal profession. Um, you know, I, it's really hard to keep a it's really hard to keep things up, especially when we deal with some of the clients that we deal with on a regular basis. And my dad was mostly a family law attorney. So it's dealing with people who are pretty much in the worst time of their life. I mean, typically somebody going through a divorce 
is going through one of the hardest times of their life and even if they're having good days as as you guys go you're not really seeing it or accident attorneys or trial attorneys you know you're dealing with somebody who is very often very emotional and you're looking at things from a legal perspective so there's a lot of things that don't even don't even matter I mean you can't tell them this but it's true like people want to make a big shit show about a bunch of stuff that honestly has no legal bearing on anything um, and then the last one is a sound nervous system and that one not everybody quite understands what that means but let me explain it this way I know you've seen clients when they are being completely irrational and what happens is and, and honestly this is pretty pretty uh, common these days just because everything that's been going on in the world um, after being in a pandemic and still being in the craziness of all that but sound nervous system is basically the ability to handle the stressful situations that life gives you and not be in a um, heightened state or fight or flight so when people are in fight or flight they literally can't think and if you look around today I would say that we could probably say that's true of a ton of people right now they are definitely not thinking they are just acting irrationally unfortunately and I think that we're in a time right now that we need um, people with a head on their shoulders and who are a little bit more heart-centered more than we ever have so these five different areas in this podcast is really going to go on and discuss what exceptional living is and I want to give you the tips and the tricks on how changing some habits are going to make an incredible impact on your health your well-being and your success um, and this is also going to help you be better at growing your practice uh, having a thriving practice working with the clients that you really enjoy working with and oftentimes what I find with my clients is that you had a lot of habits that you created whether it was in law school whether it was before then that have been working against you so my biggest goal with exceptionally effective Esquire is to teach you the habits that you need to create the exceptional practice and lifestyle that you're looking to create and my goal is not just for you to be a great great legal professional my goal is that you also are a great parent and you are a great spouse and you are a great um, community leader you know that is to me what it's about this is not about living small this is about being able to create all of it and you know I'm sure you've heard the term that a rising tide lifts all boats and the opposite is also true so when the tides go down so do the ships and so when one of these five areas that we're going through isn't on point everything else goes down with it if you're not getting enough sleep you are not going to be the best in a trial the following day and if you haven't you know if you're not taking care of your body between sleep and exercise and nutrition and each of these is incredibly important you are not going to be on point and if you are not taking care of um, having a good mindset and making sure that you're 
dealing with your emotional state. These are all things that have to be done on a regular basis. And when we let these things fall to the wayside, because maybe you are in trial mode and you're working 80 hours a week. Like I know that the regular legal professional works 60 hours a week. And when it's go time, that can be way more, even if you have a phenomenal team. So what we're going to talk about is how excuse me, especially when things are not where they need to be, how it is so important to keep on track with certain things to keep you in the best state that you could be. And I want you to think about, I want you to think about things that are going on these days. And I'm not talking about pandemic or politics because I really shy away from really getting into those because they're too um, polarized not because I don't have opinions, just because I think it gets us off track. Um, so the reason that we're diving into these five areas is, is a couple different things. And I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but I always love statistics and I love research. So I like to sprinkle this kind of stuff in when I'm, when I'm talking in any of my podcasts. But it's estimated that 40% of the deaths from the five leading causes are preventable. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about if 40% of the people that are dying from the most, from the leading causes, and we're talking heart disease and cancer, um, strokes, respiratory problems, um, 40% of people who are dying from these every day could have prevented it by what they do. So think about that. So think about, and that is because of the areas that we're diving into. And, 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 and you know, 80% of people who show up in a doctor's office, so, and this is another, I mean, this stuff is all really easy to find. This isn't hard, hard, uh, hard statistics to really look up. But 80% of people who end up in a doctor's office is stress-related. The legal professional is the second most, um, they burn out, um, the second most stressful profession after the healthcare profession. You guys are the second most, most stressed out profession that people burn out. You didn't spend, I'm assuming, I would guess that you did not spend a decade of your life getting into this profession to burn out early. And the goal is that you never have to burn out. The goal is that you're not, you're not stringing this out your last few years to get to the retirement age. The goal is that you finish strong at the time that you want because you keep these important things in play. And that's what I'm gonna teach you how to do. And, um, and so just to put that in numbers, so far more than 100,000 deaths every year are actually preventable. Think about that. Think about 100,000 people every year um, are dying because, and let's talk about what prevention means. So uh, tobacco, so obviously anybody could quit smoking, but even though we've gotten rid of cigarettes, we still have vapes and all these alternative types. Um, High blood pressure. And high blood pressure, you know, the things that I'm going to go into during these five podcasts, I'm going to talk about how you can prevent things like high blood pressure and cholesterol. 
Um, diabetes, type 2 diabetes specifically, which again, there's a lot of ways to attack that. Uh, poor diet being one of the issues, but poor diet is an overall one, overweight, lack of physical activity. And you guys, this is, this is all stuff that's, you know, straight from the CDC. Um, and cancer risks, same thing. Tobacco, lack of, lack of physical activity, poor diet, overweight, um, alcohol use. So um, that's another thing that often falls into there is the um, types. And, and think about that. And I did a, did a podcast on substance use whether it's marijuana, alcohol, and I'm not saying one's worse or better than the other, I could care less. My point when I dove into that one was not about the negative of having to use one of those. My point of diving into that, you guys, was we use it because we're using it to manage stress. Smoking cigarettes, drinking, drug use, cocaine even, those are either used to keep us really keep us on point uh, sleep aids that's another one we can throw in there any of these things that we're using these these substances that we're putting into our bodies you're doing it to manage stress and if you had better tools to manage stress you wouldn't need to turn to these and you're like well there's nothing wrong with whichever one you decide you're using and there's a lot of arguments that say there is, actually. If you found a better way that didn't have any um, negative health effects, why wouldn't you want to use it? Um, and again, uh, stroke risks. Uh, and the other one is, so, so these are all things that cause heart disease, cancer, uh, respiratory problems, stroke risks, and then the the last one on that list is unintentional injuries. So those are the top five um, leading causes of death. And um, we can we can do a lot to deal with all of those, but a lot of people don't, and a lot of people are going for the medication because it's easy. Um, I'm not a big fan of medication if we don't have to be on it. I think there's a time and place for everything, but are you using it for a are you using it because you don't know a better way? Are you using it as a temporary band-aid to change the things that got you there? Or are you using it because you're too lazy to make a difference? And if you're looking to, and this isn't, this isn't meant as a judgment. I used to smoke. I occasionally drink. Pot smoke has never really been my thing, but, um, and I used to drink much more heavily. I actually drank very heavily at certain times in my life, and usually it was because I didn't have any better way to deal with stress. So I don't say these things in any kind of judgment. I don't, I don't care what you choose to do, and it's not that I don't understand it. It's just that my goal here is to make you really good at what you do, and we're going to dive into why these things take you away from being really good at what you do. You know, drinking really fucks with your sleep. And um, it prevents you from being as on point to be able to exercise and do a lot of other things. And it can take away from your sound nervous system and all of those types of things. Smoking, we know it has a, we, uh, has a horrible negative effect to us. Um, I don't think there's any arguments out there that it should be anything other than what it is. Um, and then the unintentional injuries, those are a little bit dif different, but a lot of those are things that people aren't doing, like not wearing a helmet, uh, not wearing seatbelts, 
unsafe consumer products. Drug and alcohol use is, is still very high on that one as well. Um, everything from um, prescription drug use as other drug use. So when you think about the fact that 100,000 people might be alive, 100,000 more people a year might be alive if we were taking more action towards these things. All right, so my goal always is to help you to be at your best. So I want you to stop for a moment and I want you to imagine yourself on your one of your greatest days. And this is you at a day where you felt absolutely unstoppable. And it's not that the day necessarily was perfect or maybe it felt like it was almost perfect for you. It was like, maybe it was something you worked for and it just fell together beautifully and something that you achieved. And as it was, as the day was going, it was almost like everything that came your way, you were just able to so easily take care of the situation. And it was like you were floating and you were on an absolute high because you were in the zone and you felt physically on point and you felt like your health was on point and you felt like you were unstoppable. Business was where you wanted, your relationships were phenomenal and you absolutely fucking delivered when it mattered most. You basically nailed the entire day. You were on fire. How did that feel? We've all felt days where we felt like nothing could stop us and nothing could dim our light. And these are, these are just amazing. And oftentimes they're actually followed, um, maybe not immediately, but shortly thereafter by like a big letdown. Like where you feel like you feel like it was like almost like a fluke that you had that day. Like you fall from your high and reality just brought you back crashing down and like the bills come in and then something doesn't go right. And then tax stuff ends up happening or we end up having to fire somebody or, you know, it's like all of a sudden you think everything's falling together and it was just, it just, it just comes down. And I want you to realize that that beautiful day that you have was a taste of what you can create much more often that you deserve the phenomenal high that you had and it wouldn't be as beautiful if you didn't have that contrast of difficulties and it always feels like the assholes come surging in right after that and 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 the assholes can be any combination of things they could be clients they could be coworkers, competition and they could even be family um but it feels like that that phenomenal day you had slowly begins to drift farther and farther away okay so the reason that i talk about that is because what i want to tell you about that phenomenal day is it may have happened to you and you may have feel like it was accident slip or that you worked phenomenally hard for it but the fact that you even touch that means that we can begin to recreate that on a regular basis i'm going to tell you that most people in the legal field have been lied to and feels like having days like that are a myth on a regular basis. They feel like they have to give up something 
extraordinary to have um, what they really want. And the unfortunate thing is that we value stress management, but we don't value leisure time because we fear that reducing stress will sacrifice our achievement. And I want you to know that enjoying life does not take away from achievements, it actually enhances it, okay? So what we're gonna go through is, is we're gonna work on having exceptional days and realize that this is a formula and it's a formula you can recreate and I teach it to a lot of my clients and I'm gonna continue to teach it for as long as I'm possibly able because it, it is absolutely my passion to make you better at what you strive to do for as long as you choose to do it, okay? And I am excited to go through these. I am, again, the, the areas we're gonna be talking about are positive mental attitude, rest, exercise, nutrition, and a sound nervous system. Not necessarily in that order. Um, and if you've listened to me at all, you know that I think all of these are incredibly important. I have a seven day sleep challenge, so we're really gonna dive into that on the next one. But um, all of these are incredibly important to me. I practice them on a regular basis. Every time I fall out of focus on one of them, things in my life actually begin to sink and I can feel it happening. And that's my goal to you, to teach you how to do the same thing. To know that when you're out of balance in one of these and you know the sips the ships <laughs> start to start to sink that you're you know what it takes to put them back into place you know how to create the environment for yourself to bring things back into balance even though a lot of times things are not particularly in balance but how to, how to balance the scales when things are really really going sideways and there's times where that's okay, but we have to be able to breathe life back into things. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as always, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Again, this is Brooke Walker with Exceptionally Effective Esquire. I'm excited to see you guys in a couple weeks um, where we dive into our, again, this is our exceptional living. We are going to go into our six podcast series. Um, and next week, we will, or two weeks, we will talk about rest. So I hope you all have an amazing evening, daytime, morning, whatever time of day it is for you. And I will chat with you soon. Bye-bye.